There is not a one-size-fits-all solution to leadership. Discover your inspiration to lead by hearing from those who are in the trenches each day, leading themselves and leading others. We will learn about their unique leadership style and identify the shared qualities between those who do it tremendously well. Welcome to the Lead with Empower podcast. All right, ladies and gents, listeners of the Lead with Empower podcast, after quite the hiatus uh, due to some unforeseen circumstances in 2022, the Lead with Empower podcast is back. We're kicking off 2023. Um, with a little bit of an introductory episode and and uh, uh we'll we'll eventually share out the the plan of attack for the podcast moving forward this year but we're going to start off uh with a with a gentleman I met back in the early spring of 2022 um my main guy Mr. Ron Davis Ron is uh the operations manager for empower leadership and we're going to learn a whole lot about that as we get into our podcast episode right here but i've had the pleasure of sharing many work shifts many car rides many great conversations with ron over the past 12 months give or take and super excited to have him as part of the empower team ron my man thanks for joining the lead with empower podcast how are we doing tonight Uh, i'm doing wonderful thanks for having me today uh no it's my pleasure my pleasure And, and and listeners as you'll soon find out um, not only with regards to the team building and leadership development experiences, but um, prior to joining Empower, Ron has a, a, a wide range of experience in leadership in the real world. And we're excited to hear about that and how he's going to bring that to the Empower team. Um, but going back and, and it's it, the 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 situation is always on top of mind. I, I received uh, one of the form fills from our website and it was. Uh, you know, just a, Hey, contact me form. And so in, in my normal kind of operation, I sent an email, Hey, you know, nice to meet you. Thanks for submitting the form and it's been received and, you know, everything that we do, we design the team building experiences for the group. And, um, you know, a little bit of probably in my you know typical state, a little bit of a long-winded email and uh, got a response back for, Oh, Hey, I'm not, you know, coming out with any sort of corporate group, just looking to do an adventure with, with family. And, uh, we exchanged a handful of emails back and forth and got to meet probably in, in March or late March of, of 2020 um, right. <clears throat> when you came out and had an experience on the adventure course and feel like it's been hitting the ground running ever since. So um, it's been a great, great collaboration, great relationship over the past 12 months. But uh, introducing the Empower Leadership Operations Manager and just a tremendous individual, tremendous leader, Ron Davis, Ron. Uh, what's going on tonight? What are we doing over there besides uh, getting ready for a little game of chess later on, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, as, as always, um, take an opportunity uh, to utilize my downtime as best as possible, trying to grab a book, um, learn something about leadership, learn something about how I can impact the world, uh, make the humanity better. Uh, believe it or not, it may sound something like a cliche or something like unbelievable. But again, every day I try to be a better person and try to um, ensure that everyone get the opportunities that I didn't have. Yeah. And um, so with that being said, I, uh, it's great that I was given the opportunity to just meet you. Uh, and I, and I, I say that wholeheartedly because um, how the stars align in regards to our meeting, um, it was just an email. Yep. And I tell people all the time, um, passion is one thing. 
And uh, when I received the email back from you just to have a conversation with me, I could see um, the passion in your email. And I said, and just looking at that, I didn't know what Dan Jazz Scott did, but I wanted to be a part of it. And uh, so far, and that's what I hit the ground running. That's what I started doing. No, it's been it's been great, and uh, like like I said in the opening, uh, we plenty of time spent together over the year, and and right. it's it's been a great experience. Um, you know, I I know for me, and I know for Empower, and I could probably speak for many of the guests that we've both had the the pleasure of working in front of, and and, and team building, and and sharing our leadership insights with. Uh, I I want to kind of ask you to think about and reflect on what it's been like for you, um, as far as being an Empower. Uh, facilitator last year and kind of learning maybe not necessarily you know some some crazy um, uh, concepts with regards to leadership that you haven't seen but maybe a different approach to how to interact with different people and talk a little bit about I guess your early experiences learning activities and being in front of you know maybe a group of like you know sixth or seventh graders for the first time How, how much of a learning curve was it for you um, getting into, I guess, teaching leadership the Empower way. Yeah, it's, it was a steep learning curve. I'll be the first to admit. <laughs> I am a, you know, I am a military guy, and I, I'll, I'll forever be a military guy. And you know, when you tell somebody in the military to do something, it's done. <laughs> How fast? <laughs> 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 Or there's consequences. And it's funny because we go to these um, elementary school, or I'm sorry, these middle school programs, and it seems like we're the ones uh, that's taking tasks and orders from um, <laughs> uh, from leaders. <laughs> uh, I think that's, uh, I think uh, demonstrating patience, uh, understanding, uh, just acclimate, acclimate myself to the civilian world. Yep. Um, that's been the, the steepest learning curve, but I knew that coming out. And that's why this job um, as an operation, well, first as a facilitator, always been a facilitator first and just serving others. Uh, that's why I was so, uh, I was so um, adamant about getting a job like this. Or I was blessed with this opportunity rather. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And and I agree wholeheartedly. There are times when it feels like we're the one, you know, taking the orders and, you know, trying to live up to it. Um, right. <laughs> what going through, you know, the, the training for empower leadership and kind of those early sessions where it was, um, you know, more of like, Hey, come and observe, right. Come and right. see what it's all about. Get a feel for how an activity might be presented. What a facilitator is looking for, you know, in that activity and then how to kind of connect the dots between the, the leadership concept experience during this, this activity that really doesn't mean anything in the real world, right. From a physical standpoint. And then we try to make help participants, you know, connect those dots to whether it be their you know, life as a young student or an athlete or maybe a team member at with a, with a company. Um, there was one moment that sticks out to me, and I think it'll stick out to you as well, is one of your early shadowing experiences where you participated in a game um, called In Plain Sight with, with the participant group. So it was, it was one of your early shadowing shifts. And I, <laughs> I remember about <laughs> two-thirds through the activity, you looked at me like, damn, it's pretty hot in that circle. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about, you know, you mentioned the transition from the, 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 the Marines and the military experience to civilian life. How hard was it for you, you know, to, to go from, you know, buttoned up order, um, very explicit chain of command, very um, directive leadership style to this, you know, there was a point where I saw you crawling around on all fours looking for a black pen in a, in the middle of a bunch of retired roles. How, how hard was that transition for you? What kind of self-coaching did you have to implement to maybe make it make it as smooth as possible? 
I mean, you can't take yourself seriously. One, I'm not going to do anything that I'm not going to ask anybody else to do. Yeah. Uh, when it when we're talking about in plain sight, I think it was like I felt like somebody was <laughs> giving me that that ultimate task that couldn't be accomplished. <laughs> put it that way. Uh, I'm in the middle of a circle and I, I, I'm going along with the other participants. And uh, you know, the, the first rule, one of the first rules uh, in regards to in plain sight is no talking. Yep. And it was funny because. I am this like, you know, black and white guy in regards to rules and regulations. Yep. I don't want to break any guidelines. And I and, and it's funny because you lose sight of the fact that we're supposed to be having fun here. Yeah. And I and, and the and um so as we're going through this in plain sight, then I start overthinking it. Yeah. And so and then I start realizing I am just like the participants. I'm learning. And, and that was the cool thing about in plain sight. And that's just this job is that every day I come to work, I'm just like a new participant. Yep. I'm learning new things, whether whether uh, whether it's like patience, like I just said before, whether uh, whether it's about compromise, um, setting an example at all times, um, making sure I'm saying the right things or not saying the wrong things, thinking yep. before I talk, um, because you know, like I know Dan, you can say the wrong, you can say something that may offend, uh, and, and you don't get that in the military. It's it's really direct in regards to what you say. It's really rigid. Yeah. And uh, in the civilian world. Uh, and that's that's another uh, a piece of the puzzle that I'm trying to work on is just that, you know, individuals um, are not prepared to be ordered and bossed yeah. around. So, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, how do I develop another tool that I can better facilitate them? But I, I'm, gr I'm glad you brought up in plain sight. I, I I can contest that I won't be the first or the last one no. to be crawling on all fours. <laughs> no, no, no. We've seen it. We've been, we've seen people do the worm doing that. We've seen people do <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You know, taking steps away in the deep breaths and just to get through and coach themselves through that challenge. Um, I think I think one of the things that we learn. Um, this is something that we uh, we teach those onboarders in regards to facilitators. Uh, the levels of leadership. Yep. Uh, level one is holding yourself accountable. Uh, and anybody will tell you, uh, hopefully I'm saying anybody, I'm speaking um, general here, is that the work, you can't kick yourself in the tail. Yeah. So as you sit there and you're trying to hold yourself accountable and nothing's going wrong, what are you going to do? Are, are you going to dig within and, you know, divert to what you know? Or are you going to take the easy way, way out? Yeah. So, again, uh, we see that all the time. And that's something that, I, you know, as a, a true professional myself, um, just try to hold myself accountable. So Great. Great. Now you're coming and we're going to learn a little bit about your experience prior to empower as we get going with the conversation, but you, you, you join empower with 25 years in the Marines under your belt right. and, and right. both enlisted and as an officer and, right. you know, having not lived in that world, uh, I could only assume that you had a, a tremendous amount of training, um, you know, both from technical skills and, and then also with regards to leading yourself and leading other people jumping into this new environment. What did you feel like for you personally as a leader was one skill from your military experience that was going to transfer over to this new realm, really, um, of leadership for you? What was that one thing that you could really kind of fall back on and say, listen, no matter what's going on, I know I have this in the bag. I know this is going to be a strength no matter where I'm at. Uh, that's two parts. Uh, it, it, I, I'll be remiss if I didn't bring up the fact that I'm I want to clarify. I want everybody to understand. I'm from a small town called Rayford, North Carolina. Um, population of now is growing. It's at 5,000, uh, <laughs> a little, little bit less, uh, 4,700. But when, I'm pretty sure when I was growing up, it was around like 3,500. Yeah. Uh, I want to capture that. So I was not used to being a lot of, uh, used to being a lot around a lot of individuals. Yeah. Um, 
whether it's um, different races, different ethnic groups or nothing like that. I'm from a small town. So again, it was, it's hard to develop and build these skills that you're not, uh, that's going to make you this great Marine. It, it, it did not happen. I, I'll be the first to tell you that I don't have a cool story yep. of why I joined the Marine Corps. For me, it was an out. Yep. And you, you know, it's a lot of, you know, you see a lot of um, clients and participants within our program now that's just looking for that out. So yep. I, I'll say that right there. Um, but two things that stand out um, as I transitioned from the small town to this huge, I mean, not huge, uh, Marine Corps, and then transition to uh, powers is, is um, integrity and initiative. One, being that individual that uh, you want others to inspire to be, um, doing the right things when you can. And, and again, we talked about character. Character is defined by those things that you're doing when no one's looking. Mm -hmm. Am I doing those right things um, that's going to make others want to follow? An initiative. Uh, we talked about this um, on numerous occasions, Dan, you and I, in regards to you can't teach it. Yep. it some, some, maybe maybe this is a scholar out here that's, that can tell me how to teach initiative, but at this point, all I can do is set the example. So those two things, I told myself, if I demonstrate integrity, you know, giving my best at all, at all times and initiative, you know, uh, I can, I can, I can, I can move. I can yep. move. Hopefully I can move in the right direction. Yep. You know? Yep. Um, and then again, I, I think on the opposite end of that uh, question, there is you have this gentleman coming in with this, um, you know, tremendous leadership experience and in a very different environment, which we, you know, civilian population um, out in fields or out in the woods or in a, in a classroom or a gymnasium, um, you know, not able to necessarily lead in that di driven directive, maybe style that worked in, in the, the, the environment of the, of the military, what was something that was a bit of a, I don't want to say like culture shock, but mm -hmm. almost a, a little bit of a surprise for you, you know, maybe that knocked you back and like, oh man, <laughs> I thought I had this in the bag, but maybe I have some, uh, some learning and development to do here. Um, I want to say, uh. A lot of times we, we tend to say that COVID, you know, hindered uh, some of the progression. Yeah, of it's our, a fair our, statement. Our <laughs> yeah. But I'll be the first one to tell you, yeah. um, I'm not used to seeing a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, maybe because I've been sheltered myself, whether being in that small town military, um, you know, middle town, Connecticut. Or, uh, so that, that's the culture. That was a, you know, a culture shock. It's just that everybody got so many different personalities. And and I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not from upstate or, you know, New England area, as we, we shall say. Yep. Um, so that's the that's one of the steeper learning curves is uh, seeing individuals and learn how to deal with them and stuff like that. Yeah. And do you feel like over the course? I mean, it's been again almost a, almost a year of being in front of a, a wide range of groups uh, from Connecticut, you know, elementary all the way up to the college uh, level, the, the corporate level, athletic teams. We've had people from. You know, certain areas of, of New York, uh, you know, Western Massachusetts, Eastern Massachusetts. Do you feel like you're starting to get or you found a nice rhythm as far as, hey, I'll, I'm not changing who I am and, and I don't expect the participants to change who they are, but we could still find a way to make it work. And, and how did you go about, I guess, developing that comfortability, you know, interacting with so many different people? Our our core values at Empower is based off um, being a lifelong learner, being committed to being a lifelong learner. And I truly feel like when I stop um, learning and, and able to grow as a person, as a as an individual, then I've already lost. Yeah. I should just, you know, just sit down and get out, <laughs> get out of everyone's way. Um, so, no, I, I think that every day that I wake up and every time that I get off work, I write notes down mentally and um, in my in my journal because I love journaling. 
uh, or, or capture those things that what I can improve on. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, it can be something simple as the, just the fact that I still have a North Carolina accent. Um, how do I slow myself down that it can be best received? Yeah. You know, how, how, how do I enunciate and pronunciate <laughs> these cool words that, you know, <laughs> these uh, new uh, New England individuals have? But again, uh, you can you can take an individual from North Carolina and I still have to slow it down or speed it up. Uh, but again, that's that's always been one of my drawbacks because I'm so hard on myself in regards to um, am I speaking clearly? Do, do you understand my intent? And, and we see that happen so often um, in Empower where yeah. we have a, a super cool group that's listening to all of our instructions. We have their eyes and ears. They're, they're really attentive. Then you have another group which you may go to, and I'm not saying ages or nothing like that, or participants that's so happy or so sad to be there, and they're not really listening to instruction. Now, what is our goal? Our goal is to empower. Yep. So how can I empower you if I don't give you instructions? That's just like me giving you the keys to the car and never tell you this is how you change the tire, this is how you turn it on, just so on and so forth. So uh, again, how, um, how do I clearly articulate um, the why? Yeah, uh, we yep. always talk about the why. How do, how do I articulate the why? And uh, again, I think that's uh, we we talked about it earlier. I'm sorry to ramble, but we talked about it earlier in regards to why and how how do we get to the why? I think that's the biggest thing that I learned in the civilian world. Whereas the military, the military, I just task in the civilian world. I got to give you the why. Up. It's got to be task plus why, yeah. Why? And this is why it's right. important to you. This is why it's important to us. Yep. Right. Yep. Right. Um. One of my favorite moments, again, from in, from your earlier time with, with us um, starting up, and I, I was a little concerned, you know, seeing somebody that's, you know, my, you know, around my age, very different background. I, I, I was a, you know, PE teacher, so I was used to kind of, you know, rolling around on the floor, play, you know, light, lighthearted type stuff. And I was, you know, wasn't sure how much of that you had in you based on your, your previous experience, 25 years in again, it, a world where maybe it's not as roll around on the floor and play base as, right, as, right. as a gym uh, somewhere. Um, there was a, a, a middle school group that showed up to the, the ropes course. And, um, you know, I, I usually pride myself on being like the first person over there at the bus and, you know, high-fiving kids as they get off the bus. And I, I, I looked up and you were like sprinting over there. And every kid that came off of the bus who had never met you, had never met me, had never been been to you know working with empower and you're over there like big smile high-fiving kids and it stuck out to me um you know because in order to empower in order to teach in order to be part of this dynamic if there's not some sort of connection if there's not some sort of trust built essentially immediately right group shows up and if we don't have them you know looking at us as hey these guys are going to take care of me <laughs> right. it's going to be a tough two three four hours or whatever the program is and, and and seeing that out of you um was a was a pleasant surprise and again i you know for me it was a validation of all right that there's a little performance involved in facilitating i i, I feel like and and you showed that you had it was that something that and now that i know you it seems like it's something that's natural to you to be a, a social presence, a positive social presence in, in, in a group of people. Is that well, something I mean, that you've always had or is that a, a developed skill? No, I, 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 you know what? I, I will be, uh, I'll be a complete liar if I didn't tell you that. <laughs> probably hit, around, hit, hit behind the porter john and try to ice my leg up and I ran towards the bus and uh, I got cramps in my back, my lower back and my legs. I, you know, <laughs> you know, 
I, I, I sprinted with vigor. Yeah, <laughs> I ended up almost destroying myself. Um, but no, no, I've, I've always been a people person uh, because I love the fact of seeing people getting what they want out of life. Yeah, I, I, I love being part of happiness. Um, I, I, not something I run towards adversity, but I, I'm willing to put myself at friction points. Um, but no, it was it was a, it was a skill learned um, because I I feel me adopting this democratic leadership style, willing to get buy in and stuff like that. But I've always been a people person in that aspect which allowed me to sit there and build off that in regards to just engaging individuals. Yep. And, and, and you, and I think as we both see and continue to see in these, in the groups that we work with, it's, it's huge. Those first two minutes, those first 90 seconds of, you know, them entering a gym or the conference area that we're working. If, if we're not a smiling face and if we're not, I, I guess, beaming with that exceptional, like we were, we're going to make this an awesome experience for that exceptional customer service. It's a, it's tough sledding moving forward. And I think that translates to leadership in any realm whether it's, you know, as an educator or as a coach, if you can't foster connections, you're going to, you know, I think it's one of your, your sayings, uh, you, know, you look, you're leading, you look up and nobody's behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, again, I think, uh, and, and people, people laugh at it, but I think service comes with a smile. Yep. Uh, I think individuals, and we talk about it all the time uh, when we run these different programs, Sm uh, smiling is contagious. Yep. Uh, having an attitude is contagious. Okay, what do you want to project? I want to, I want, I want to um, project this individual that's all about empowering individuals. Yeah. Well, how do I do that? First, I'm gonna start off by greeting you yeah. and doing those right things that you feel like um, you can listen to me. And uh, we've seen it before uh, where individuals get off the bus. You know, Ron is high fiving them. They're like, they're not feeling Ron today. They feel a Dan today, <laughs> and vice versa. And, and I think that's a great thing about having those individuals that's empowered. Um, through empowerment, it's just that um, we, you and I, have a connection in regards to maybe Ron is not the, you know, is is should be facilitating pipeline or something else in between. But uh, uh, again, I, it's, it's great seeing individuals attach mm -hmm. to certain individuals and and realizing it has nothing to do with you. That's yeah. another sticking point that I had to I had to learn with later on. I I used to tell myself, is it me? Is am I doing something wrong? Is it Dan? Is Dan's doing something wrong? How can we better? Uh, facilitate individuals but again that's another sticking point that uh we work through we work through it and, and, and it's not taking yourself seriously it's not about you yeah it's, it's never about you as a leader it's never about you as a leader you should be trying to figure out how can you create other leaders yep. and i think we do a great job at doing that agree and and what you just said that that concept of in, inquiring i think I, you know and we i we've spent a lot of time doing that in car rides and in pre, you know before programs and after programs just thinking about, Hey, you know, asking you a question, Hey, what were you thinking when you said this? Or what did you see that led you to make that adjustment and vice versa, those back and forth conversations. And also I think having the conversation with, with the participants, knowing that, Hey, we, we have a, a contract and agreement with your teacher, but we also want this to make this experience as best as it can be for you, the participant. What do you, what do you want to get out of it? What type of activities do you involve? Uh, like, you know, do you like participating in and, Again, another valuable skill of a leader is not we're doing this because it's what, you know, inquiring what's going to bring the best out of the people around us, including each other, you know, the facilitators and, you know, how do we make it the most productive, energizing, enthusiastic and, you know, meaningful learning experience, whether it be a 40, 40 minute block with one group or, or a five hour program with a group. Absolutely. And it goes right back to another core value of ours in regards to safety and security. 
again, it is, is it as a facilitator, especially under the umbrella of empower, it's my job to know how to keep you safe and, yep. and, and do those things that's going to benefit you. Um, again, it, uh, the, the way we do things is, is like high intensity training. Some individuals call it hit. You're going to get out of it what you put into it. Yep. And we tell individuals that constantly. Again, you may look, I'm an individual that I always look at the big picture. Mm-hmm. I try to. I try to push the individuals. Don't let the tree get in your way. Take yeah. a step back. <laughs> look, look beyond. Uh, and if I, I think we're winning once we get out the, I mean, once we introduce and we give them that why and tell them to take a step back and, and have fun. Yep. Enjoy it. Listen to the instruction first. Yeah. Um, but you're going to enjoy it. But you're going to get out of there. You're going to get out of this situation. Not how to learn how to balance a, uh, uh, a tennis ball on a balancing board, nor are you going to uh, trolley walk. These are things that are not that probably not going to be in the civilian world. Yeah. But command presence, yeah. uh, initiative, motivation, uh, encouragement, um, those things that you um, that you can perfect here, not perfect, work on here and develop here yeah. can easily translate to the um, the, the, um, the real world. Oh, 100 percent. When we when we say when we say those things. I'll be lying to you if I said I wouldn't write notes down myself that I could take away yep. uh, from the, from those great those great engagements. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we're gonna uh, again kind of give everybody a, a little outlook for for the year moving forward. But um, you know, I've gotten to know the Ron Davis of I, we won't say age. You know, he's a couple years older than me. I, I will sneak that in there. <laughs> I don't look. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know. 25 years in the Marines, about half as an enlisted Marine, about half as an officer coming from a small town. I know you were involved, um, you know, in high school athletics and then pretty much graduation and then right to, you know, the life as as an enlisted Marine. Um, Talk a little bit about you know, obviously our, our past experiences shape who we are and, and we, it shapes what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are and how we look at things and how we treat others. Um, you know, give everybody just the, you know, I think a quick little, um, you know, backstory about, um, you know, some of the experiences that, that, that have created the Ron Davis that we're sitting to sitting here talking to today. Absolutely. Um, uh, my strength from adversity and, and I'm not saying, um, I, my, uh, my stance and my leadership is evolved off of negativity. And what I mean by adversity, I, um, you think about the fact that, you know, in combat, in real world combat, I'm leading a, a, platoon, a company, uh, I'm sorry, a platoon of a hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, these individuals I'm personally responsible for, uh, if something happened to that Marine, that sailor, that soldier, I'm responsible in regards to, I have to let their parents know. Mm-hmm. So again, when we're talking about tasking and we're talking about um, mentoring and developing, these these are things that I took really personal. Yeah. Um, and again, we talk about spreading yourself so thin because I am, I'm one of those individuals that I want to listen to him. I want to listen to her. I want to find out how can I better facilitate. But again, it thins you out. It burns you out. Yeah. Um, uh, my 25 years in the Marine Corps, it was a, uh, it was a s- slow burn at first. Um, but you know, those last couple of years, I'm not going to lie. My, my feet was held to the fire in regards to how many things I had coming at me. Um, but I will say this to you, Dan, I've 20 individuals that I came into the Marine Corps with 20. I know all of them personally, um, uh, 10 of them from North Carolina. I'm the only one out of that 20 that stayed in the Marine Corps. And I would tell wow. you that more than half of those individuals um, that got out of the Marine Corps, the same time it took me to retire, our same time that they spent in jail. Wow. 
Wow. Uh, you quit. I, I get out the Marine Corps to retirement. They're getting out of jail with nothing. Yep. Um, so when you talk about adversity, I just didn't want to go back to that small town, mm -hmm. nor did I want to go back to um, or, or being criminalized or, or stigmatized as this criminal. But also, too, I wanted to be uh, that beacon for others like myself. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be that individual that my mom and dad could be proud of. Uh, and so far, I've done those things. But I, I tell you what, like the shaping of Ron, um, it's a lot of things that go into the besides adversity, just under um, trusted individuals give me. Um, that 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 willingness to depend and and uh, trust me to to do the right do right by them, um, those things are what shaped my leadership style and what shaped the person I I've come to be, um, and I have a long way to go. I have a long way to go. Um, Don't we I all do, man? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the military talks about um, the last the last thing you should do about I mean what the Marine, what the military not Marine Corps not the Army not the Navy. Um, not the Air Force or, or Coast Guard, Department of State. But what they tell you is, once you do your four years or 25 years, you are to become a better citizen. Mm -hmm. What does that entail? What does that entail? If you haven't, if I haven't did anything for the past 24 years or 25 years of when I retired, um, what am I going to do? What How am I going to contribute to society? Yeah. If I'm not learning these concepts, these core values, and these things that I hold dear to, my, dear to myself as well as my... Um, all the civilians in the world. But again, um, I was basically shaped off um, billet description, I mean, billets, um, assignments, um, adversity, as long as well as just trusting individuals. I don't know if I, did I answer your question? With yeah, that no, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And the decision to join the military out of high school, mm -hmm. and you mentioned earlier, that was like the out for you, right. um, was put yourself back in like 17, 18 year old shoes. Mm -hmm. Um, what was going on in your head? Like, was there, was it excitement? Was it anticipation? Was it fear, anxiety, a combination? Like, cause I, a lot of the people that we work with are entering that time in their life where it's, do I, you know, I graduate high school. Is it a job? Is it going away to college? Is it community? And that's something that I think people struggle with is the unknown. And that's the, the, the biggest source of a lot of fear that we face is if I do this, I don't know what's going to happen. What were some, uh, obviously you made the decision. How did you coach yourself into the fact that I'm doing the right thing? It's going to be hard. It's it's probably, it's going to be very uncomfortable at times, but I know it's going to do right by me in the long run. All right. So let me, let me, let me say this right here. So <clears throat> a lot of individuals uh, look at wrestling as an individual sport. Yeah. Some, I mean, and I'll be the first one to tell you, I don't look at wrestling that way. I was um, number in 1996 in North Carolina. I was number one in the state uh, in one of 140 class. And it was all about beating my opponent. Yeah. Uh, again, I didn't worry about my teammates. They were going to do what they needed to do. Again, I, I'm I'm just wrestling. And, and it, <laughs> that sums up uh, my 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 um, my leadership. It says no I in team, but it is an M.E. Uh, in team. <laughs> And um, the funny thing about the whole situation with wrestling and stuff like that, I was just trying to make myself better. But then I quickly realized that when I was teaching individuals how I was winning, I started being a better person and learning <laughs> even better moves. I brought more tools because they was able to give me those things. Yep. Uh, but this individual, you take that individual, that young 17-year-old uh, that graduated high school and uh, said, I want to give the world a try. Uh, trust me uh, and believe me when I tell you that uh, – 
It was it was all accidental. <laughs> it was it was not planned. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna. Uh, I remember uh, my first duty station going to Jacksonville, North Carolina, and uh, I fell asleep on a trip. And I thought that um, we was going to Jacksonville, Florida, because I didn't even know it was in Jacksonville, North Carolina. But <laughs> I woke up to strip clubs and um uh, and other things. But uh, I'm not uh, tattoo tattoo parlors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and all of that, all of those things were foreign to this this uh, this you know this young um, country boy that yeah. know, used to raising cows and pigs. I mean, uh, seeing a tattoo and a uh, tattoo parlor was kind of kind of crazy. But again, I've seen a lot of crazy things in the military. I've never been exposed to. Um, but th- to, to to truly home in on your question, to ask uh, about my fear. I mean, what you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And and and, and I, I guess that's how I strived because I I think that if I would have saw all the things that I would have had to do, I would have said, you know what. I'm not doing that. I'm yep. going to take my services somewhere else. Um, but I truly believe in a higher power. I truly believe that I'm blessed. And I was led uh, to go to the Marine Corps. Where I did exceptionally well enlisted um, and as an officer. Um, I did really well. But again, I, I want to say blind faith, but I don't really believe in blind faith. I, I truly believe it, that, you know, hard work and dedication to your craft will make you strive no matter where you be. So um, I got lucky. Not, and, well, but you, you did. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. I'm going to I'm going to say that you didn't just because I think what you just wrapped it up on. And for those of you listening, like, you know, people always ask us, you know, what's the what's the what's the hint or what's the trick to this activity or that activity? And, you know, my simple response and it usually doesn't result in a good response from the participant that asks is there's no there's no trick. It's working hard. It's trying to hone in your craft, being decent to the people around you, being a good teammate. Um, you know, maybe taking failure and saying, you know what, it's an opportunity to get better as opposed to an opportunity of running away. And, you know, it sounds like you did those things as a high school graduate and, you know, the path ended up working its way because of, you know, the effort that you put into becoming a better leader, a better Marine, a better version of you, um, and, and how you treated people along the way. And that's, um, you know, if we can get anything across to the people that we work with, it's, it's that, you know, they'll yeah, work talk, hard talk, and, 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 and be good to the people around you. I apologize for that, Dan. I apologize for that. Uh, now you're, you're absolutely right. I think that uh, we talked we talked about that unbeaten path. Yeah. Um, I mean, we we a lot of individuals choose to go down the unbeaten path, and they 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 face all this conflict and strife because you know they they deviate from the norm. Um, for me, for me, um, I deviated from the norm to to a point whereas you know nobody nobody that I knew personally could could, could guide me. Yeah. I had to you know look within myself and try to be a better person, but you know, for that individual um, that's want to go to the military, decide, you know, that's the only option they have. I'll say this right here. Do you want to travel? Yes. Do you want a free education? Yes. Do you want to do all those things? You know, you don't have to go to the military to do that. Yeah. That's what I would say to you. I'm, yep. I'm not a recruiter for anybody. I'm a recruiter for empowerment. Yeah. Um, what, what, what are you looking for in life? Are you looking to have an enriched life, a fulfilling life? And, and I'll tell you one thing that uh, finances never put me in a situation where I was passionate. Yep. I mean, maybe because I'm not a billionaire, but I'll tell you what, I, I, <laughs> I have more fun engaging with individuals and stuff like that. That's great. No, that's great. And uh, we're, we're close to the tail end of the, the podcast right here. We have a few minutes left. Um, this is uh, for those of you listening and for those of you that have listened to past episodes. So moving forward, uh, Ron and I are going to get together once a month. 
um, for the Lead with Empower podcast. We're going to bring our different, you know, insights and maybe some of our backstories into each episode. Uh, we're also going to tie in, um, you know, what we're seeing and what we're, um, you know, maybe teaching through the Empower programs. And we want to highlight some of the groups uh, that we work with and some of those um, those leaders, whether they be the the group organizers or, or the actual participants. Um, but our our aim with uh, with this podcast for 2023 is to spread positivity, to spread empowerment, and to spread, I think, that mindset that no matter what age you are, no matter what, how athletic, how intelligent, what your you know strengths and weaknesses are, you have the potential to do great things for yourself and more importantly for the people around you. And um, you know, it's gonna be, I think, a great journey in 2023. Uh, really excited, Ron, to have you as as part of the 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 Lead with Empower podcast moving forward, and more importantly, as part of the Empower team. Uh, it's been a tremendous learning experience. Um, I, I hope for you, but it definitely has been for me as well. And um, looking forward to continuing to build up on the 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 successes and and some of the challenges that we had in 2022, and and make 2023 the best year of Empower yet. Um, for you personally, as stepping into this role as operations manager, knowing that it's going to be a little bit more responsibility, there's going to be a little bit more time in front of participants, um, you know, leading our activities. What, what's one thing that you're most looking forward to for uh, for the coming year here? Being a better person. Yep. <laughs> Always is, is is my point. How do I become a better person? How how how, how do I, how do I put myself in a situation to be more approachable? Uh, more understanding, more passionate, more uh, patient with individuals. How do I do those things? And I'll say this, Dan, before our, our time, because I know we, we're short on time. I'll ask those individuals um, that we're talking to on this podcast, um, we want to empower you. What does it take for you to be empowered? Do you need instructions? Do you need guidelines? Do you need, um, do you need um, recommendations? What does it take for you to be empowered? There's one thing about going a long way, but it's even worse thing when you're going the wrong way. Think about what I said. <laughs> Think about what I just said. I can let you go as far as you want to go. But what I want to do is challenge you to uh, understand this right here, that a lot of a lot of individuals have walked down that same path, drove down that same path, and, uh, and are willing to give you uh, enough time, enough guidance to better facilitate you. I challenge you to let us. Awesome. Awesome. I love it, Ron. And hey, this is a great, great introduction. Um, everybody will will be hearing more from Ron and myself um, moving forward. We'll be on the pace of about once a month. This episode is going to be listed on um, our podcast hosting site on the website. And we're also going to start adding uh, video recordings on our YouTube channel. We'll get all that information out in the show notes. And Ron, Man, as always, a pleasure spending a few minutes talking shop with you and uh, Absolutely. look forward to a great 2023. And for everybody listening, a lot of great stuff right here. Um, but I, I, I love Ron's challenge. What are you going to do to empower yourself to become the best version of you and help the people around you become the best versions of themselves? Great leadership may look and sound different. However, there are common threads that connect all tremendous leaders. They are passionate about those that they lead they do that which brings out their best and the best in those around them, and they never take the easy way out, because the exceptional will never come from easy.